think I really had to learn to slow and listen to myself because that in turn helped me to listen to my clients. Yeah. And that was probably my biggest learning lesson with that, honestly. Welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast, where soulful entrepreneurship and holistic mind-body wellness meet to help you heal, discover your soul's purpose, and change the world. I'm your host, Gabby Ortega, entrepreneur, psychology expert, social media maven, and soulful leadership coach. And it's my mission to empower you into becoming the light leader you're meant to be. Each episode will be diving deep into topics that will help you gain personal mastery over your healing and mind-body wellness, while also giving you practical tips and tools to help you create, market, and scale a heart-centered business around your soul's purpose and life mission. Whether you're in the beginning of your self-awakening journey or a seasoned inner work god or goddess who's ready to step into their leadership as a soulpreneur, this is going to be your new favorite place to be. We know that you don't just want to feel happier and more fulfilled, but you want to deeply know yourself and powerfully step into your life's purpose while creating massive abundance around your mission. That's why I've created this podcast for you, the light leader of the next generation. Welcome home. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. I am thrilled today to be bringing you another one of my incredible clients and friends and colleagues, Kristen. She is a bold, rainbow-haired business coach who you not only want, but need in your corner. And I could not emphasize this more. She is somebody that you absolutely want to learn from. You want to be around. Her goal is to break the Pinterest perfect mold around entrepreneurship, which you guys were like, it's the age of Aquarius. We are not doing things in the mold anymore. Uh, And she also helps women stop seeking external validation by building intuition based businesses. So welcome, Kristen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so pumped because like, this is something that we, you know, today we're going to dive into, you know, talking about transmuting your pain into your messaging. Um, If you are a wellness entrepreneur and an entrepreneur in general who touches on their own personal healing story as a way to serve their community. Um, It's so interesting because both of us have gone through such, you know, like somewhat gnarly journeys in our lives. And you, especially as I've been getting to know you in the last few years, it's gotten even like rough. So, um, like, tell me a little bit about yourself, first of all, and what you do, and then maybe jump into your story and and how you've been uh, transmuting your pain into your messaging. I I love that you said gnarly, because I feel like that is probably the best word for it, honestly. So my name is Kristen Kubik. I am a business coach first and foremost, but I also do a lot of what I call soul strategy. I really just help people dig through and wade through all of the crap that they've been through and just figure out really what to do with it and how to use it in their business in such a really empowering way. Mm. And it's all because all of the stuff I ever went through, like my parents' divorce, my own divorce, you know, child abuse, domestic violence, so many different things. Like my mom died last year. I've been able to just take a lot of that and be, be able to just use it in my own business in such a way that helps me, but also helps a lot of other people see that they can actually do this, run a business, 
and not absolutely just lose their minds. <laughs> Which is like, you know, it happens. Like it's such a stressful thing to run a business. And the one thing I think that I laugh at the most that I did not expect was my business to be such a mirror of me and where I am in my journey. And that includes like the pain and the struggles and the unhealed trauma. And you know, what's funny. Everyone always says they never expected. I always tell people first thing, your business is an extension of you. Like it is literally a piece of you. Yeah. And that's, it's such a thing that baffles everybody once they actually figure it out. <laughs> Cause it's so, it's, it seems so simple, but it's not, you know what I mean? Cause like it's you, but like, you're also very complicated. And like, there are things that you need to understand about yourself. If you're going to really thrive in this business space where you're creating things, taking risks, paving a new road, like there, all of those things require so much, um, you know, energy and space and, you know, to actually do that stuff in a way that feels good. It means that you have to do it in a way that aligns with you and to do that you have to know who you are you know and have to unpack a lot of things oh my god unpacking so much <laughs> unpacking all the things all um, the so, things so how do you feel like um your pain has like translated into the way you approach working with clients it has really taught me to one slow down because the more that I wasn't listening to my own pain and my own, you know, stuff that I was going through, the more I wasn't able to listen to my clients. Mm -hmm. Like whenever my mom died last year, I always tell people I did it the wrong way. And then I did it the right way. The wrong way. I just kind of like shoved everything that I was dealing with in a box. Mm. And then I would just go on about my day and I would take clients. I would take calls. And all of my clients were just like, why are you doing this? What is wrong with you? How are you doing? And I was just like, I'm fine. It's great. Whatever. <laughs> I'm like, Classic, like, just like, we'll deal with it when it crashes. We'll deal with it when it <laughs> And then it crashed because then my aunt got sick and then my dog got sick and then they both died. And then like in February of this year, I just like lost it. And like, I had to shut everything down and I couldn't take on any clients. And my clients were basically like, girl, we gotta, we gotta talk about this. And like, I really had to learn to slow and listen to myself because that in turn helped me to listen to my clients. Yeah. And that was probably my biggest learning lesson with that, honestly. Slowing down. I think like if you're listening, you probably are nodding your head um, for all the times that you have like just continued on with life, you know, and really, really, really horrible things happen, right? We Because that is that is a trauma response. It's like, well, I just should be doing the same things and I should just be keep going and I should just go even more, even harder, even more because like, you know, like I just, this, I can't, I don't want to look at this and it's fine. Um, but the truth is like, we have to look at all that stuff. We have to unpack um, and slow down, which is so huge. And actually, you know, like really hard, I think for me to do too, um, and just give myself permission to be wherever I'm at and for that place to be enough and to be okay, you know? And it's especially hard as a business owner because we're taught, you know, from a lot of other business coaches. And it's one thing I try really hard not to teach is that if you're not making, or if you're not doing stuff, you're not making money. Mm -hmm. And if you stop or, you know, paychecks are going to stop and your yeah. bank account's going to dry up and all of these things. And that was the mindset I was in. 
And it was because my, you know, I had a business coach at that time that that's what she was preaching. And it was so, it just like triggered that scarcity mindset. Yeah. And it just made it like the snowball even bigger. And it's one of those things that you have to really start at the root and then really just build up that way to, you know, the big blossoming tree, mm-hmm. because that's the only way you're going to get through it and be <laughs> able to use it in your business. Oh my God. Absolutely. And it is really scary when, you know, our human stuff comes up if you're an entrepreneur, because most likely you're probably a solopreneur. You're like doing all the things and you're in charge of everything, client management, like onboarding, backend systems, emails, content creation. And if we're down and out, I think we have this concept that like, oh my God, everything's going to stop. And that's not necessarily the case. You know, like there have been many times over the last year where I've been completely overwhelmed by what's going on with COVID, with the world, with humanity, just freaking just being, I don't even know what's going on. Like, it's like insanity, you know, just people hurting and so many people hurting other people. And I've had to take time off. There have been weeks I haven't posted, weeks. And I've served my clients and I've shown up for my business in other ways. And I took that extra time to show up for myself. And it's the thing is like, we can't do an all or nothing system, guys. Like if you are thinking that every single day in your business is going to look the exact same and that you have to show up the same exact way and the same exact energy, you're going to hate it. Um, it's really like every day asking yourself, what do I need? Where am I at? What am I capable of doing and doing that? And that's good enough. And that you're still going to move the needle forward. You're still going to get the results that you want. It may take a little longer. That's okay. You may see a dip. You can always come back and get more people in your door. Um, so uh, essentially there is nothing to really worry about that. This, the train the only stops rolling when you really like, do not take care of yourself. That's when things crash and burn, you know? That's exactly right. And the only way that to get to the highs is to go through the dips. So if you're not just riding the dips, then you're not going to go anywhere else. Yeah, no, definitely not. And like, you've gone through just like a significant amount of trauma and like throughout your life, what do you think has helped you really make the leap into helping others and stepping into the space of owning your own business. It is not easy. Like, what do you think has like helped you any tools, any resources, any mindset things that have helped you really like kind of transcend your body and like your pain to really step into this purpose and this expansion. So I love using my experiences as like the reason for anything Whenever I started my business, my original business, I was a graphic designer. I did a lot of branding for small business owners who couldn't, you know, afford big logos and things like that. And the reason I started that was because I just needed to pay my divorce bill. And I was legitimately just like, how can I make some extra money? I don't know what I'm doing. And then I paid my divorce bills. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, I kind of like working for myself, you know, and then I made the mistake of saying, I wish I could do this all the time (laughs) because a week later I got fired from my job (laughs) and the universe was like, ask and you shall receive. (laughs) And then whenever I wanted to switch coaching, I was going to scale my coaching business. I was so excited, so ready. And I was like ready to go all in. And then the universe said, are you really? Let's try it. And I 
got doxxed on the internet. And if you don't know what doxing is you're, and you're listening, it's where people will legitimately find all of your information on the internet, your address, your social security number, your bank information, like legitimately anything and everything and blast you on the internet. That's so scary. So I got doxxed on the internet. Uh, it was a Facebook group of about 40,000 people. And it was a group of women who took like my wedding photos and they put them in Photoshop group and like all of these things. And people were, sh- people were showing up at my house. People were like taking photos of me and my car and like all of these things. It was wow. insane. And I was terrified to even like show up online, show up. Ah, I was scared to post yeah. like a photo. I was scared to like post like, Kristen is going to the mall on Facebook, like type thing. That's <laughs> like, horrible. And it a very legitimate crazy. fear that a lot of people have that, the, you know, the internet is a dangerous place and sometimes it is. Exactly. And it was a really big, like, do I really want to like step into this like coaching role? And do I really want to be seen do I really want to like help people as bad as I say I do? Yeah. And for a while, I just like hid under my covers and just like stayed in bed. But then like there came a point where I was like, I mean, yeah, I still want to help a bunch of people because the people who hurt me weren't one. They're not my ideal client. So it's not like I'm going to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. See you later. <laughs> but I mean, two, there's such a like heartwarming like feeling whenever I do get to help somebody that it kind of overrode everything I went through. And that's almost how I feel about all of my experiences that the good just kind of outweighs everything you go through. Mm. Oh my God. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, You know, it can't be easy to even revisit mentally what that felt like. I can't even imagine as someone who literally has like you are not so much anymore but really struggled for a long time with the social anxiety i felt like everybody was watching me when i was outside or that i was being judged or criticized like i can't imagine actually like that being the reality where people are showing up in your private spaces are harassing you like you know making fun of you doing whatever it is to like destroy you which is like what you know it's it is really terrifying um and it is a possibility. You never know what can happen in these spaces. And it doesn't have to be the end. It doesn't have to be something that ends your passion to do what you love to do. It doesn't have to scare you away. You take a break, you heal. You And for me, it's like, where's the lesson? And the one thing that I want to really drive home to, like, because of the story you're sharing is that whenever we are, and this is what you brought up, is like whenever we are on the precipice of a huge up-leveling, when we are really, really going after what it is that we want unapologetically, we will be tested with difficult situations, with um, trauma, with pain, with disappointment, betrayal, like it's a part of it. And those aren't meant to keep, like, to keep you away. It doesn't mean that you're not meant for this space. It's just a test to see, okay, what are you gonna do with this? How badly are you ready to commit to this how like you know what what you'll see a lot of times is if you're making a big move to another state and all of your family is freaking out and they're doing all of these things to like get in your way or manipulate you and make you feel bad and kind of hold you back you know do you need to shed some people in your life um you know and all of this stuff to get aligned but you know you're not it's not 
it's not done. If people, if people get upset at you or there's a doxing incident or you fuck up or you have to take off a month because you are going through some stuff, um, just know that that you can still show up, come back to your business, keep it going and that it's going to be okay. And honestly, it serves every one of your clients that you really take care of yourself. It serves your business and it helps you run in the long term. You can create, as long as you have a brain, you can keep creating offerings to help people. You can keep stepping into the space and come back to it. But if you are destroyed inside and you are not healthy, then you are not happy. Like it's going to just destroy you, you know? Exactly. And that's really what I had to decide of how do I feel on the inside and is it going to be worth it to mm-hmm. even come back? And that's really, I had to take a really long break. I mean, like a few months. Oh my God. Before. I would have taken off years. Like a few months is I think pretty good. And, and yeah. so like, what, do you remember the moment that you kind of were like ready to come back? Was it just like a kind of, you woke up and you were ready or was there anything that happened that triggered that? Oh my God. I was so bored. (laughs) Real talk. Just like, seriously, I was so bored. Like I just missed having people around. I miss like video call. I miss like being on Instagram. I just like missed my community that I had built. And I was just like, I woke, I kept like getting up in the middle of the night after a few months. And I was just like, oh my God, like, is this what emptiness is? Like, I just feel like I'm hungry all the time. Like, yes, I just, my soul. yeah, like I just ate like, you know, a waffle or something, but Jesus, I could absolutely eat like probably a steak or something. I mean, like, that's just the kind of feeling it gave you. Yes. Yes. I know that feeling so well. I'm laughing because I'm like, fuck, I know this feeling very well. So true. <laughs> It is. And I think that's why, honestly, like I filled a lot of the void with substances, with alcohol, um, because like that was my, or eating. And that was like my way of filling that hole that was like inside of me or numbing it or disassociating from it. Um, boredom will get those of us who are like high achievers or like highly intelligent or like really are meant to be doing big things. It will uh, we'll get into trouble when we're bored. You know, <laughs> like we, yes. have, we have way too much time and way too much in- things on our you know mind and intelligence and abilities. And so we're just going to get into ourselves into trouble if that's not focused. That's exactly it. We're just like looking for things like where's something I can do something or touch something or make trouble everywhere. Yeah. Like my, yeah, no, a hundred percent. My unconscious is like, let's do stuff. And it's like, oh God. Um, no, I love that so much. I think, you know, there was a couple of times this year where I've never had any kind of experience where I was doxxed or anything as intense. Um, and it's really funny. Cause I'm like, oh my God, I don't even know how I, I like, I don't know how I would handle that. That's really hard. Um, and I have so much admiration for you, like, like a tremendous amount of respect um, for you coming back and like doing living in your purpose and not letting it stop you. Um, you know, for me, I know since I went through this whole bullying thing growing up and like how deeply it still affects me, which is fucking literally blows my mind every time. Like it sneaks up on you. Um, but I had a couple of people like leave some nasty comments on my post, like nothing that bad, honestly, like really not that bad. But it was like a hundred good things, a hundred positive things, and like one, one like 
thing that basically is like fuck you or it's like you don't know what you're talking about or like you know it's just like it's it's nonsense but i go into like that place of a trauma response i start shaking i get hot i read the comment 500 times i might go to their page like look at who they are like who is this person do they not like me why don't they like me what did i do to make them so upset and then i start like going down that path and it's like it's really hard to sometimes like not let these experiences like take you away. So if someone is listening and they're worried about negative feedback or like someone kind of saying some things and feeling discouraged, like how have you worked through the discomfort of like just being exposed in that way? And that sometimes people are kind of like unhealed and they may say some things or be, you know, kind of jerks. Oh my God. I started my own best friend. Like seriously, mm-hmm. I will talk to myself like nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that. I'll also like whenever I'm doing my makeup or something, because like my creative outlet is like my makeup, my hair, obviously. And anyone who ever goes to my Instagram profile, you're going to see that yeah, almost instantly. But like I started, you know, hyping myself up. That's like my creative outlet. If I'm ever having a bad day, I'll go and like do my makeup because it just makes me feel better. Mm. But then I'll also like dance in the mirror and I'll like, myself up and I'm just like, you know, putting on a fun outfit. And I mean, it's legitimately like I started creating such a better relationship with myself because that helps build that wall between energetically, you know, not so great people. Mm. And it just makes me feel better and more able to handle people, honestly. Yeah. Oh, no, it's so true. That's exactly how you combat it. That's definitely, definitely like something that I lean into as well. It's like, you have got to be your own biggest cheerleader. You have got to be in control of your mind and consciousness and your processes and not just letting your triggers, like your triggered emotions from that experience, then allow the automatic thoughts that pop up, like be the like dictators of your next decision because that is really how human evolution or sorry human behavior works we feel a feeling we have thoughts pop into our head that may not be conscious thoughts they may be thoughts from our unconscious our wounds our pain our fear um our scarcity and limiting beliefs and then we listen to that because we're like oh yeah there it is that's truth and we don't question it we don't separate from it and so much of like these experiences with these other folks like who may not love us or may have things to say it's actually the process of like when someone if someone says something to you um you've already been working on your self-love and like really showing up for yourself so it affects you less you're more resilient and just really changing that mindset around um having to take on something that is not yours you know people don't know us in these social spaces we're projections of people they like or people they don't like and if somebody sees something in you that they don't like because it reminds them unconsciously of their aunt wanda who like was really mean to them and she had rainbow hair and like now this person posted something so i'm gonna say something to put them down like they don't understand that a lot of it is just like uh, projected shit that doesn't matter so whenever you get a stranger if there's somebody who doesn't agree or whatever try to hear them out Maybe you fucked up. <laughs> it's true. Um, but then also like with a grain of salt and understand you're not a perfect person. You're a human being. Your page is your page. It's your opinion. It's you. Um, and it's not for everybody. And we shouldn't be for everybody because then we're not, we have no identity, right? So don't take it on as yours and just like let yourself see it as a projection of where, where someone is limited in their own life and kind of just try to be compassionate. <laughs> exactly. And also like, don't 
shit that you can delete things. Like yeah, you can delete, delete people. You can block people. I mean, there was, I posted a reel on Instagram and it had like, I was just, I don't know. I didn't even remember what I was doing. It was, it was super basic. It wasn't anything crazy. And I commented on it. And I know it was a kid because I looked at his profile. He he's like 15 years old. And so I knew I couldn't even respond to it. <laughs> and yeah. he like something about how my hair looked fake and my head looked like it was floating. And I was just like, I'm just going to delete that. <laughs> We're just going to pretend that didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Cause you can clearly see the people who are like part of your community and saying like, mm -hmm. um, Hey, like I was a little bit turned off by the way you presented this. Mm -hmm. And that's someone who's in your community versus like, if you go to their page and they're not even following you, then you know, they're just a troll. They're just like fucking acting out like block and liberally block and delete these things. And like, understand that your page also, you get to have boundaries. Like that's something I didn't realize. Um, when I stepped into the space, because so much of the narrative around celebrity and people who are public figures like well they they're public figures like they you know they knew what they were getting into no fuck you first of all just because someone is a creator or an entrepreneur or a writer or a public figure does not give you the liberty to take your shit out on them go to therapy for god fucking sakes like go take care of yourself you're not going to solve anything by yelling at someone you don't know or like taking your shit out on someone you don't know it doesn't mean they have ownership over your life it doesn't mean they have ownership over your voice it doesn't mean that they, they get to tell you what you get to post and not post and how to live like fuck that um you know your page and you are allowed to be a human being and you're allowed to be a public figure and you're allowed to be in the space and demand respect and demand that people honor and respect you and your boundaries and what feels right and what's not and don't let people abuse you you do you didn't sign up for that it doesn't matter how famous you get like you did not sign up for that that's also something I really admire about a lot of the creators because they're all, they're all up and coming and saying, I'm tired of your shit. I'm absolutely really sick of the comments you're leaving. And if you're going to keep doing it, I'm not going to create for you anymore. Yeah. And I love that. I think it's fantastic. And I think more people should do it. <laughs> Boundaries. Like we are yes. entering like the healed creator space. Like yes. you know, we're no longer the people pleasing creators or the influencers willing to do anything for everybody. Oh. It's like, you're part of our community. You show respect to the creators and to the people who are in charge. Um, again, not like blind respect. Like if people are fucking up, like, yeah, gently call them in for a conversation, but like you need to essentially respect the space and it's a safe space and it should be a safe space and I don't care who you are like I will protect my community from people who are not safe and that includes people who are crazy in the comments um and that includes like people who are sending nasty dms for no reason and I don't get a lot of this I mean I don't I really don't I don't know about you but it's like every once in a while but like still you you know it's reminding yourself that you have the power um and it's not a you're not being a bad person if you're blocking people who are abusive exactly yeah Game in point. Um, so I guess to kind of wrap it up, what would be what would be your advice to someone who is maybe a healer and maybe they're at their beginning stages or they just started a business and they're kind of getting it going? Um, any advice for people on this road and people who have experienced their own pain and they're using it as a, you know, as a way to heal the world? They're transmuting that. So any advice for them? Oh my gosh, be patient. 
<laughs> because you're going to go through so much stuff within yourself, especially as you start sharing your own journey and your own emotions and you start getting vulnerable it's a really scary place and you start end up beating yourself up and then you start getting really frustrated with yourself and then you just want to stop and then you really don't know where to go and then there are just all these different feelings that come up just be patient with yourself and just have compassion because the more you do that the easier it is to just work through everything. Yeah. Yeah. Be gentle with yourself. Um, There's a (laughs) Naira Wahid poem that I really love and I ended up getting it tattooed on my arm. And it's something I always, I had to tattoo for myself because it was a poem I read to myself over and over and over and over again. And it was, it says, um, be softer with you, be softer with you. You are a breathing thing a memory to someone, a home to a life. I love that. Right? Like be gentle with yourself. You are a memory to someone, a home to a life. And it's so true. Yeah. Like when we're not gentle to ourselves, like one, how can we really be with others? But then two, like it just makes it harder. Yeah. And the world is hard enough. Everything is hard enough. Why it's are we so going to be hard. our own bully at the same time? <laughs> um, okay. Wonderful. I am just really, I'm really glad we had this conversation. I think it's so important and just normalizing the fact that like, look, Instagram is a highlight reel. We are all going through things every single day. If you're a healer, you know, you're going through your own things. If you're a business person, you know, you're going through your own things and life is still going on and we still have to show up for clients and we still have to show up for ourselves. Like you can balance it. You can figure out a rhythm that works for you. Just be really gentle, really patient um, and work with someone like Kristen who knows what the fuck she's doing. Uh, So (laughs) tell us where we can find you. Like where, how can we work with you? How can we get more of you? What are you offering right now? All right. So right now I have a amazing one-on-one program that I'm offering. It starts at three months with an option to keep going month to month after that. And you can be Kristen Unfiltered on Instagram, DM me to talk about the one-on-one. I love talking about it. And then we will go from there. I I also just... I just love building a community. So even if you don't DM me about it, just come hang out because I just love it. She has such a fun space. Like, and she's (laughs) so fucking real and approachable. Like I hate business coaches who are just like, first of all, they don't understand the inner work because you guys like, her and I do a lot of the same things like and I really love that because the the more business coaches out there who actually understand healing and understand psychology and like how to help you it's not it's you don't need strategies to get through your blocks and resistance you need processing like you need someone who has insight um and that is something I like hired business coaches and I was like and I knew I needed processing but they didn't know how to do that for me um so she is someone who's really going to unlock so many different things for you healing and business and I fully fully put my like ohm stamp of approval times a million on everything she does so um yeah go check her out ask her questions she has a great community and um just will support you in all of these different facets as you're building and healing and stepping into your power as who you are as a business um, owner and entrepreneur so 
Well, thank you so much for being here. And we will put all of the information in the show notes for you. And I hope you guys have a brilliant rest of your day. Take some notes and sit on this. Maybe be gentle with yourself and rest. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. And that's our episode for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us at the Conscious Leadership Podcast. I'm so excited. This next year, 2021, is going to be huge. We have so many guests that are coming on that you are going to love. I'm going to be doing some more solo casts and own therapy coaching. We have so many things rolling out for you. Retreats, another round of Ignite starting in May, another one starting at the end of the summer, a mastermind, and so many other things. So be sure to stay tuned with us on Instagram. Follow me at ohm underscore therapy underscore coaching and stay tuned for so much goodness coming up. As always, I would love to hear your feedback. Head over to iTunes and leave us a review and I would love to give you a free copy of my subconscious reprogramming workbook and that is absolutely free. Just send me a screenshot of your review and on Instagram and I will be so happy to send that over as my gift for you. And I am sending you so many hugs, so much love, and I hope that this week you are able to find just a little bit more joy in your life. Have a good one, guys.